interpreted prophetic dreams. He received apocalyptic visions, and he came face to face with a lion and was rescued by an angel. Today, the life of Prophet Daniel and what the book bearing his name has to say about end times events. Straight ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and world events surrounding Israel. The book of Daniel is an amazing book found within the 39 books of the Old Testament and it's part of the section of the Jewish scriptures known as the Nevi'im, the writings of the prophets. Now Daniel likely dates back all the way to the 6th century BC, but there's an ongoing conflict that it is written much later dating only to the 2nd century BC. That's because Daniel recorded in detail that Jerusalem would be destroyed and the tribe of Judah taken into captivity in Babylon. He also predicted the Syrian persecutions under Antiochus Epiphanes during the Maccabee revolt, the desecration of the temple, and he penned the incredible revelations about a time known as the end of days or the end of the age. What did he say about this time of the end and how can we understand his apocryphal or hidden symbolic language? Here to give us insight into the book of Daniel Please welcome a longtime friend to the program, author and teacher, Dr. Ron Rhodes. Well, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Congratulations on your new book. And uh, I love the book of Daniel. Yes. Now, you've written over 70 books, between 70 and 80 books. Yes. I know you've, we've had you on for Genesis. You've written one on Revelation. We talked about that. Why Daniel? I think Daniel is an incredibly relevant book for us today. I think it's a book that teaches us how to have faith. I think it's a book that teaches us how to live as believers in God in a pagan society. Let's face it, America is turning pagan before our very eyes. And uh, Daniel successfully navigated that pagan culture and stayed committed to God. So we learn from him how to do that. Great, great answer. Now, I asked you uh, before the program whether you believe that this is, was written earlier or you, you believe it's a later dating. I loved your answer. Talk about that. Now, I happen to believe it was written around the 6th century, and there's a number of reasons for that. For one reason, we do have extra-biblical ancient Near East literature which mentions personalities like uh, Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar. So that supports that kind of a dating in the 6th century. And as well... Linguistic scholars tell us that when you, when you look at the Hebrew language and the Aramaic language, both of which you find in Daniel. Which makes it unusual, by the way, the Aramaic. It does, it does. But uh, the characteristics of those languages fit what is known to be true of the 6th century. That's the kind of style of language they used during that time frame. So I personally believe it was dated in the 6th century, but for those hardcore people who don't believe that, you still got to get around the fact that only God can declare the end from the beginning. Only God knows the future, and whether you're talking one year, 10 years, 100 years, 200 years, or 600 years, only God can do it. You mentioned uh, the uh, use of the word living God by yes. Daniel, and, and I want you to talk about that because that's very relevant for today, isn't it? Well, it is relevant for today. Uh, you know, in Babylon, they had a lot of false gods, and when they had these false gods, they would carve idols and they would have a mouth and a nose and ears and sometimes they had arms. 
But the problem is those dead idols couldn't speak with their mouth. They couldn't hear with their ears. They couldn't smell with their nose. And in contrast to that, you've got this whole emphasis in the book of Daniel on God being a living God. And the living God interacts with his people. He has a personal relationship with his people. He rescues his people when they're in danger. And he's the kind of God that you want to have fellowship with as opposed to these local deities that the Babylonians believed in who were always very uh, you know, futile and not really that interested in you. Now, the fact is, is that uh, you remember when uh, Daniel was thrown into the uh, lion's den? That's where I was going next. One of the great stories, well, Daniel a, and the lion's it's den. It's a great story. And, you know, the next morning, King Darius runs down there and he says, uh, Daniel, Daniel, uh, ha- has, has the living God whom you serve been able to rescue you? And then, of course, Daniel said, yes, uh, he sent his angel and rescued me. So, you know, the king recognized that there was something different about Daniel's God as opposed to the gods of Babylon, which really couldn't respond the way that, that Daniel's God did. And I think that's incredibly relevant for us today. You know, I hate to say it, Jonathan, but I think that there's a lot of people in this country, and, and Christians included, who may claim that God is a living God, but they act as if he's really not. Unfortunately, that's true. You know, it's a cultural if, shift. It is a cultural shift. And what I'm trying to do in my book and, and with really my ministry is to call people back to understanding that God really is alive and with us. You know, just recently, Jonathan, we had a lady in our church who um, went to see our pastor and uh, she was upset because she was having a Down syndrome baby. And our pastor told her, listen, you're going to love this baby. He's going to bless you in ways that you couldn't believe. She went home. He wrote her a postcard saying how much God was going to bless her with this Down syndrome baby. He mailed the postcard. It went to the wrong address 10 miles away. The lady at this wrong address decided to hand deliver it to Sally. So this lady rang the doorbell. Sally opens the door, and the lady on the doorstep said, your pastor sent this card about your Down syndrome baby. I'm a Christian. I have a Down syndrome baby, and I would like to help you through really? this. That's the living God. Like that's the living God. That's the living God, and I, th- I, want to, I want Christians to understand that reality. I think we're living in a, in a, in a period of time. We'll get into that a little later but we need to re-engage with the living God, re-encounter yes. the living God. Because just, just saying I believe in God and treating God like a spare tire isn't going to make it. No, it's not. Now, you're familiar with deism, right? Sure. The, the idea that God created the world, and ever since that time, God's just kind of let the world go on on its own. I hate to say it, but I think there's a lot of Christians out there who are functional deists. They wouldn't claim to be, but they act as if God got the world started long, long, long ago, but they've continued to live their lives as if God is not active. Let me tell you, he is. I've seen it time and time and time again. And if you just open your eyes to see and open your ears to hear, you will recognize that what I say is true. Yeah, I think maybe some of you are in the lion's den now in a very real sense, and you need an encounter with the living God. Uh, Let's jump to another story, and then we'll take a quick break. Uh, Everybody knows the story of the fiery furnace. Yes. And uh, they're thrown into the furnace. Not only did it burn, but there's another, there's a fourth one like unto the Son of Man. One of my favorite oh, stories in Daniel. You know, I think it was the pre-incarnate Christ personally. I do too. You know, the fact is, is that uh, there was something supernatural about that fourth person. You know, he looked like, one of the, like a son of the gods. And one of the things we learn in the Old Testament is that there were multiple appearances of God in the form of the angel of the Lord. Now, who was it that appeared to Moses in the burning bush? It was the angel of the Lord. And what did that angel say? 
He said, I am the God of thy fathers, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. That's what the angel of the Lord said. And yet, Jonathan, in uh, Judges 13, we are told that it was the Lord, Yahweh, who sent the angel of Yahweh or the angel of the Lord into the world in the Old Testament to minister to people. I want to pick up on this theme. We have to take a break. The pre-incarnate Messiah, the, the Jesus appearing before he was born in Bethlehem. It's all over this, the, the Old Testament or Jewish scriptures. Uh, Jewish people argue Jesus is not part of the Old Testament. He's all the way through the Old Testament. And one of the reasons that Jewish Voice is here, this program exists, is to help you understand the Jewish roots of your faith. Hey, we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Dr. Ron Rhodes. Don't go Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new and insightful resource by End Times expert, Dr. Ron Rhodes, 40 Days Through Daniel. The prophetic book of Daniel can oftentimes be challenging to understand. With Dr. Rhodes' book, he has simplified Daniel by breaking it down into 40 daily readings. With easy to understand commentary on each verse, you'll be astonished as you start to see how prophecy is unfolding before our very eyes, how God's prophetic timeline is moving forward and what it means for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $80 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful woven tapestry featuring the lion of the tribe of Judah on a white star of David. This tapestry, which is perfect for hanging in your living room or dining room, is a wonderful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is the mighty lion who will protect, love, and bless his people. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. We're back with author Dr. Ron Rhodes, and he's written a new book. It's called 40 Days Through Daniel, Revealing God's Plan for the Future. Talk about how this works. This is written in a very specific style for a very specific purpose. You know, I wrote this book not just to inform people about Daniel, but to change their lives. I want this to be a transformational experience for readers and encounter that living God that we were talking about just a bit ago. Uh, on the one hand, I do give insights on each verse, but beyond that, 
I give you the key theological themes in each chapter, the life lessons for application in each chapter, fantastic cross-references, and there's even questions that you can uh, you know, ask yourself or use in a study group to, to, you know, to dig a little bit deeper. I'm very excited about it, and the key thing is not uh, that I've written the book, but that this is a biblical book focusing on the book of Daniel, which helps people to understand the real reality of a living God with whom we can relate. It's a God of miracles. It is a God who could rescue you no matter what problem you're facing. Boy, do we need to hear that today. Sounds very applicable to me. When we left off, we were talking about a specific theme that, as a Jewish believer, is very important to me. And that is that Jesus, the person of Jesus, Yeshua, is not just limited to the New Testament. Right. But in fact, he's weaved throughout the Jewish scriptures, the Old Testament. Yes. And the uh, New Testament, it's been said, is, has, is concealed in the Old. The Old is revealed in the New. I yes. believe that's absolutely true. Talk about uh, the appearance of the Son of God, the appearance of the Messiah in the fiery furnace, and then some other examples. Well, you know, as I said, the angel of the Lord or the angel of Yahweh is God, but he was also sent into the world by God. You start to see Trinitarian implications in there. Furthermore, in uh, Zechariah 1, you see the angel of the Lord praying to the Lord on behalf of the people of God. Does that remind you of Jesus praying to the Father on behalf of God's people in Hebrews 7? Sure does. Sounds an awful lot like it. Now, here's the thing to keep in mind. We know that Jesus is the creator of the universe. Colossians 1.16, Hebrews 1, 2 through 10, 1 Corinthians 8.6, Revelation 3.14. All those passages talk about Jesus being the creator, not just of the physical things here, but also the elements of the earth, including fire. All things through All earth. things. So there he is. He appears in the, the, the fiery furnace with those faithful three Hebrews. And as the creator of all things, don't you think he has the power to withstand the power of fire? Absolutely. The creator created it. The creator can withhold it as well. I think it's unique, too, that in the time, he's in the furnace. Yeah. He's in the place of trial, in the place of tribulation, in the place when, when we step over the line, yeah. so to speak, for God. That's right. And, you know, uh, the, the New Testament bears witness to this. You might remember when Jesus appeared to the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. He opened up the Old Testament scriptures and pointed them to all the verses that talked about him. He opened up Genesis. Oh, this, this, this is talking about me right here. And here in Exodus, that's talking about me right here. And through the entire Old Testament, he pointed that stuff out. In Matthew 5, Jesus claims to be the theme of the entire Old Testament. In uh, Hebrews 11, we're told that somehow Moses knew about Jesus and that motivated him to be faithful to God instead of being seduced by the riches of Egypt. Likewise with Abraham. Abraham in, uh, John paid tithes to him. That's exactly right. Yeah. So Jesus is all over the Old Testament. I think this is one of the most exciting things that we can talk about. From Genesis to Revelation, my friends, and if you're going through the furnace, look for the fourth, look for the Son of Man, look Amen. for Yeshua. Look for Jesus to appear next to you. He's right next to you Praise now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's jump into uh, the end of the age. Daniel uh, is connected with end-time prophecy. Yes. And I think it's absolutely fascinating. What is the end of the age, the end of days? Well, you know, the, the apocalypse is going to be a time where there's going to be a number of things happening. There's going to be a seven-year tribulation period. Uh, there's going to be a ruler known as the Antichrist that reigns over the earth during that time. 
He's going to be a counterfeit Christ. He's going to be the, a, a person that stands against Christ. And we're also told that during that time, there's going to be great tribulation, not just in terms of believers in Yeshua, but the Jewish people are going to become targets, particularly in the last three and a half years of that tribulation period. Now, the really cool thing is that Daniel prophesied about all of this way long ago. And the only reason why he could do that is because Yahweh, God, declares the end from the beginning. And just among other things, you know, Daniel talks about the 70th week of Daniel. Yeah, that's an amazing that's an passage, amazing Daniel prophecy. chapter 9. And it begins with the Antichrist signing a covenant with Israel. Somehow he solves the Middle East crisis. That begins the clock ticking for seven years. And once that seven years is up, that's when Christ the King comes and he sets up the millennial kingdom. And it's in the 1,000 year millennial kingdom that the Jewish covenants become ultimately fulfilled. Ron, help, help people that are watching that have been taught that the abomination of desolation, the uh, desecration of the temple specifically relates to the Maccabean period, to 163 BC or 164 sure. BC. It, was, it did occur uh, when Antiochus Epiphanes uh, sacrificed a pig. Right, in the, the which Holy is an Holies. unclean animal. He sacrificed the pig in the Holy of Holies and that defiled the temple. It was an abomination that makes desolate. But you see, here's the problem. When you get to Matthew 24, which is part of the Olivet Discourse that Jesus gives, by the way, you know that Jesus knows the future, right? He's I, God. I have that sense. He, yeah. he knows the future. So in the Olivet Discourse, Jesus is talking about some of this stuff. And one of the first things he points out is that the current temple, the then existing temple, would be destroyed in the near future with not one stone being left upon another. Then Jesus talks about the abomination of desolation in a different temple. That is to say a future temple, a, a temple that does not yet exist. And the whole context of the Olivet Discourse is the last days, the end times. Yeah, this is a very important point. He's, he's pointing forward to what happens before his return is not just looking back at something that happened 150 years before. That's right. He's longer. talking about the signs of the times that precede the end. And, uh, you know, he's talking about a tribulation context. He's talking about many things that are going to take place in this future seven year tribulation period. And one of those things is the abomination of desolation. Hey, to, be con to be continued, I want to go on. We're out of time for now, but Dr. Ron Rhodes is going to be back again tomorrow. And so be sure to join us and get a copy of his new book. It's called 40 Days Through Daniel. It is literally hot off the press. And uh, it will really help you through a book that I think is relevant for today. And it's relevant for you. Well, still to come up, one of the oldest surviving Jewish communities in the world. We've been working to provide medical care, dental care, eye care for them through your help. And as a result, Many have come to know Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah. We'll report on that. Stay with us. Make a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The 
rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Vernus under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Here at Jewish Voice, our mission is to share God's love by providing medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, all completely free of charge. Now, for the last decade, we've been working among a group called the Beta Israel, the House of Israel in Ethiopia. Here's a report from our recent medical clinic outreach in Gondar, Ethiopia. It, it was absolutely amazing. People walked for miles when they heard about the clinic, and many came to know Jesus as their Messiah and Savior. Take a look. Jewish Voice Ministries has made it their mission to travel to remote areas of the world, like here in Gondar, to provide free medical, dental, and eye clinics to these impoverished Jewish communities in the hopes that they will survive and flourish and one day return to the land of their fathers. Volunteer pediatricians from many nations travel with Jewish Voice to treat children just like these in Gondar. From providing the most basic pediatric care to treating children who are chronically ill and dying, Jewish Voice hasn't forgotten the smallest and perhaps most vulnerable descendants of these scattered tribes of Israel. Many are also lined up today, some for the first time ever, to receive free dental care that's part of every Jewish Voice clinic outreach. Volunteer dentists work tirelessly to help as many patients as they can on each trip. But the opportunity to provide such necessary and sometimes life-saving care is second only to the opportunity Jewish Voice has to transform lives spiritually by proclaiming the good news of salvation in Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. The medical care and dental care and eye care that we provide completely free of charge is a way to earn a platform to share our faith because ultimately the most important thing is not physically helping them although that's important and it stands by itself but it's it's meeting their spiritual needs so that's why we do this uh, I heard this adage as a child it's always stuck with me people don't care what you know until they know that you care come come thank you for being so patient thanks for coming hi come right on in as a result of these important humanitarian and spiritual outreaches, like this one here in Ethiopia, teams of volunteer medical professionals dedicated to blessing the Jewish people have witnessed tens of thousands of transformed lives and miracles of healing. A Muslim lady, just by the love that I showed her, wanted to know the God that I served, purely by my love, that she was suffering so tremendously and I held her in my arms and I even cried with her. It was just the right time I said, God, thank you because you let me know that what I'm doing is exactly what you want me to do. And just like Jonathan Bernard says, it's not what you say, it's what you do.
We're gonna help you today. Yes, we are. I'm gonna, if I could take them home with me, if I could take them all home with me, I would do it. But, but I can't. I can't, and I want to do as much as I can. That's what the volunteers that are with me feel. We want to do as much as we possibly can. And it's like digging in sand because more come. You treat thousands and more come because the need is so great. Believing we are living in the days God promised to restore the Jewish people physically and spiritually, Jonathan Burness is passionate to see the fulfillment of Israel's destiny, to return to their land and to their God. It's an absolutely amazing experience, and we'd love to have you come with us on one of our upcoming outreaches, like the one you just saw. It will absolutely change your life. You'll never be the same. Now, there is a cost involved, but believe me, it will be worth every dollar. For more information, you can call the number on your screen or go to jewishvoice.tv. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba, this faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a new and insightful resource by End Times expert, Dr. Ron Rhodes. 40 Days Through Daniel. The prophetic book of Daniel can oftentimes be challenging to understand. With Dr. Rhodes' book, he has simplified Daniel by breaking it down into 40 daily readings. With easy to understand commentary on each verse, you'll be astonished as you start to see how prophecy is unfolding before our very eyes, how God's prophetic timeline is moving forward and what it means for you. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift, of $80 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you the gift just mentioned and this beautiful woven tapestry featuring the Lion of the tribe of Judah on a white star of David. This tapestry, which is perfect for hanging in your living room or dining room, is a wonderful reminder that Yeshua, Jesus, is the mighty lion who will protect, love, and bless his people. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. Thank you for watching today and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow 
as I continue talking with the author of 40 Days Through Daniel, prophecy expert, Dr. Ron Rhodes. I want to remind you this week to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 says, those who do will prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Thank you.